Hello and welcome to the Life and Draw podcast. My name is Nick. My name is Ian. What? <laughs> Dude, you're fucking killing me. <laughs> I'm actually being killed. I don't know what the fuck that was. <laughs> it was harmony, man. It was harmony. So it was. I guess. By the way, it's still kind of weird to me that I don't see the episode number. The beginning. Yeah, and, it is. It's weird hearing it, too. Or not hearing it. Yeah. But. I just have to remind myself, okay, because I have that because when I do my notes, something that Ian actually has today, something is notes. somewhat, yeah. Um, I always have the the episode number written on the top, just so I can kind of keep them in order in my catalog in my folder with all my notes, all our you know, crazy bullshit. Just I keep, keep track of everything. Um, so yeah, I always look at the episode number, and I'm, I always say to myself, "All right, don't say it, <laughs> just <laughs> don't uh, say it, don't say it." <laughs> but uh, so this is the first. Uh, the first Sunday of the month of February. Mm-hmm. So it is our music, music episode. episode. And it's our first music episode of the year. That's true, because we did not do one in January, because we had I mean, we, we did the New Year's Eve show yeah. and all that other stuff. So. And I don't, honestly, I don't think we did one in December. I think yes, we, we did. did. Did we? Yep, we did. 100%? I absolutely guarantee it. Oh, okay. I guess I could have gone and listened to it, make sure. You probably didn't listen to it anyway. I I didn't. I haven't listened to the last probably four episodes. What? Yeah, I've been oh, behind. You're fucking killing me, man. That's right. I didn't listen to last. I didn't listen to the episode before last until like yesterday. Yeah. So I'm I'm not. I go through I'm phases not that like, far behind. I, I've never gone this far behind, but usually like I'll go like two episodes and then I'll listen to them both back to back, and that's probably what I'll do here. I'll just listen to four episodes back to, or, well. I'll have to start listening like this week. So that in December we did our Black Friday record store day recap. Okay. And albums that we take to a deserted island. Yeah. Or a okay. Desert. But island. I think that was like that was early in December, right? Because we I think yeah, we it was the first we, Sunday. But we recorded it on Black or the weekend of Black Friday because I hadn't Correct. gotten some of these things that I that I'm going to talk about today. Correct. So, okay. Correct. Fair enough. Sounds so good. yeah, so it, we don't have like a big long list of things we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about some upcoming releases, mm-hmm. which there's not a whole lot of them. Uh, some things we picked up in December and January, which for the first time ever, I'm sure Ian probably has more than me. Yeah, man, I don't know. I've got a list, <laughs> whatever okay. what it's worth. I've got a list. So that's more than what I picked up. Right, okay. And then we're going to talk about we're going to revisit an episode, uh, a topic from episode 43. Mm-hmm. Which is uh, is rock and roll dead? Right. So first off, I guess I kind of go through the list of what's coming out because, like I said, there's only like one, two, three, four, five. There's only like seven things that I found for the whole month of February. That's coming out. That's coming out. Yeah, February seventh. Uh, you get uh, Father of All by Green Day coming yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Fun House by Pink, which is actually a good album if you're a Pink fan. Uh, I'm not a huge Pink fan. No, I'm it's, not either. There's a couple songs off there I've got on my phone, but it's not. Uh, uh, Monk's Dream by Thelon- uh, Thelonious Monk is coming out, and that's the the MoFi, the Mobile f- uh, Fidelity oh, okay. version is coming mm-hmm. out. So that, that'd be a good one to pick up if you don't have a. It's because it's a really good album. Yeah. Uh, February fourteenth, uh, The Living End is coming out with uh, Modern Artillery. Is that a new album? I believe so. Okay. Or a new-ish album. Well, I mean, I think it's their new album. Yeah, I think so. Might be worth a listen for sure. Um, and then Jane's Addiction's relieving live at twenty five. Ritual de la Habitual. It's uh, the double LP. And that's live. Yep. yep. Uh, February twenty seventh. No, there's only the only things that week. Uh, February twenty first. Do you know the only things coming? Uh, only thing coming. The only out that thing week? I'm buying is Ozzy's new that, album. That's Ordinary Man by Ozzy's. Really, the only thing coming yep. out that week. I mean, there's some other stuff. There's a lot when you go through the list. I mean, there's a lot of bullshit. I mean, I'm a big music fan. I know a right. lot of different things. A lot of different genres. 
And there's a lot of shit I've never even heard of on these damn lists. So right. I mean, it's still early in the year, and I think I think I, a lot of people are kind of building up to the record store to day, day this and, year, yeah, the spring. Because then everything kind of jumps. It's kind of almost like the beginning of, of the year for new stuff, yeah, and, and even yeah. remasters and reissues re- and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, and then the following week is February, so February 28th. The Breakfast Club soundtrack is the only thing really of really coming out, which. It's a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack. Yeah, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be bad to have. So that's not bad. So out of two hundred and sixty-two releases, oh, I'm sorry, six hundred ninety-eight releases for the month of February. There's like less I, than ten. I, I found seven. <laughs> yeah, I found seven that might be interesting. <laughs> hey, you know what? Like it's I said, okay. it's, so and February is a short month, even though it's a day longer this year. Hopefully, by next month, mid so mid March, hopefully we'll know what's going to be coming out for Record Store Day because there should be. There's always a bunch of shit coming out. You know, it's a it's a like the premier vinyl day of the year, basically. Right, right. And the funny thing is, like, I saw a lot of stuff. It's funny that there's this big buildup for Record Store Day, and I, I don't remember. I picked up a bunch of stuff last year, mm-hmm. and then like over the course of the year, I've seen a lot of the stuff I picked up and like went and stood in line for for like 14 hours, whatever it was. A lot of it's been like re-released throughout the year, so right. It might not, but there's like, some stuff that hasn't been. And too. That's, that's true, yeah. and and and. The, some of the stuff that has been released, I, you know, on Record Store Day, I either picked up like a, a special edition uh, picture disc version of it, which has been released, right? Or I've got a, or I got a colored version that has been re-released. It'd be re-releases like black vinyl and things like that, right? So I mean, if you don't really care about that, that kind, kind of stuff, yeah, absolutely, um, just makes sense to not worry about it. And, yeah, and I know, so I, I see a lot of the same people want to go to the record store, even though I haven't been going as regularly. Right. Lately, as I have been earlier in the year, but uh, a lot of the people I I talk to, they don't go to record store day anyway. Right. They'll either wait for something to come out later, or they'll just buy it off of Discogs, and mm-hmm. they say it's it's worth it to pay an extra ten or fifteen bucks and not and not have to stand sit in yeah. line. Yeah. If the weather's nice, though. I mean, I'm obligated this year to stand in line. <laughs> yeah, because so. I I've done it records both record store days last year. Yeah. For so, so I definitely have to do this one. But uh, it, this year, it's the last Saturday in April. Okay. So it was earlier in the year last year because of how Easter fell. Are you sure it's the last Saturday? Oh, th- I'm sorry. It's the third Saturday. I was going to say, it's, it's the, the last thir- Saturday. The, it's the third uh, Saturday in April. I know we're working that weekend, and I wouldn't be able to stand in line. Yeah. It is the third Saturday in April every year. Like I said, unless Easter falls on that weekend, and then they bump it up a week. Because yeah. Motor City Nightmares is the last Saturday, and that... I'm working. I'm yeah. gonna try and get it off, but we'll see what happens. I think maybe I'll give that shift away. I'm uh, I'm hoping. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So as far as like stuff we picked up, I mean, you can kind of run through because you've got a lot more than I do. So. Okay. Well, um, kind of. I didn't really put these in any particular order. I tried to keep even the bands together, but there's a couple out of order there. Um, actually, just this past week, I got uh, the new Who album. Uh, is that a new one? It's brand new. Okay. Yeah. Uh, all I didn't new, know that. All new material. It's really good too. Um, I, I I know you're not like a giant huge. No, fan. I'm not. And I'm I. You know, for what it's worth, I I like a lot of their stuff, but I'm not like you know. Die I think hard. I think I've but only got one of their a, albums. It's a really good album. I got um, who's next? Is yeah, I mean, that's that's standard. Everyone's gonna have that or Tommy. Maybe Quadrophenia. But, oh, never mind. I have Tommy also. Yeah, I have Tommy. I don't. I don't think I have who's next. But I have a. Uh, I have Tommy. I have. Who are you? Um, I've got one other one. I can't remember the name of it now. It came out in eighty, nineteen eighty, I think. Oh, okay. Um, oh. but anyway, and now I have this one. So it's uh, 
and it, like I said, it's a really good album. I I listened to it on Spotify before I bought it. Um, and actually it was a gift. So it was, uh, it was a nice addition gift to, for the, for the collection. Um, I got the black album by Metallica finally. And did, have you listened to it? No, I still haven't listened to uh, it. Cause I know cause, there's some issues with people have had with the side four or yeah. side three. Well, I had, I, I went through three copies before I got a good copy. Right. Of it. So we'll see. I mean, I bought it brand new. Um, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. I I actually haven't even unwrapped it yet. It's one of those rare occasions where I didn't even unwrap it. That's it's yeah. very rare that I do that. I, co- I come home and I just open up everything. And I scan it all into discogs I, right there. And generally, I'll come home and I usually open them up and put them right on the turntable. Yeah, you know. But I just didn't get a chance to with this one. Uh, I got Prison Bound and Sex, Love, and Rock and Roll by Social Distortion. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, you got you them. were with me. Yeah. Yep. Actually, you found them in the bin and you asked me if bin, I wanted yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, because I've yeah, yeah I already had both of them. Right. So. Uh, I got Night Songs by Cinderella. Kind of a guilty pleasure album, but it's a really <laughs> yeah, good it, album it, for a hair for a hair band. For hair it's, it's really I can't good. say anything, man. I've got White Lion, so I Right, can't. right. <laughs> um, and all, I've That's, got I've got other hair bands that are, you know, same thing. Yeah. I've got Europe and uh Well, maybe that's it. As far as oh, like hair metal, and yeah, I mean, it's Twisted Sister. Yeah, well. I got like Poison. Yeah, and I'll I'm gonna get those. I've uh, got the, Motley Crue. You see, I, I don't know if I'm gonna do the Motley Crue. I mean, yeah, I've even been him and hanging on the whole uh, 30th anniversary of Doctor Feelgood. Yeah, but anyway, um, I got No Prayer for the Dying by Iron Maiden, uh, which is came out in 1990. Uh, I got Undertow by Tool. Now this came right after we did. Or I think it came the day we did our we recorded our last music show, but I forgot that I had got it, and it was Dose by Green Day. Oh, okay. Oh, that's right. So now I literally, I legitimately have all, all of all Green, Green Day albums, yeah, including I, the only ones I don't have. I don't have. I don't have Dose or Trey. Mm-hmm. I think the only two I don't have. Okay. And I I don't have any of the greatest hits like super hits and I don't yeah, have, I don't you have know, any of those um, God's favorite band yeah. I don't have those to those collections but I don't I, I've got all the songs um, and I do have the the live at uh, Woodstock oh yeah which have you listened to it it's actually really good uh, I listened to it when I first got it but that yeah. was back it was a year ago almost record so, store day yeah, yeah. so um, I and I did enjoy it a lot um, I actually did that being said it. I uh, bullets a bullet in the Bible. There's another live one they did. I don't think they've released it on vinyl yet, though. No, so I don't have, have that. Have if they do, I'll, I will get it because it was a good show. I had it on CD. I don't know what happened to it. Yeah. Um, CDs. Yeah. Well, it was CD and DVD because it had the show, the live, the video of the show too. Speaking of CDs, I bought more CDs in the past month and a half. <laughs> yeah. I, before before like December, I hadn't bought a CD since 2007. Right. Well, they're specials for you. They're special CDs. Yes. For you, you know. Yeah. Um. So uh, I got the Eye by King Diamond. Uh, it's a, it's a different type of metal. I was never a big King I, Diamond I, fan. I like King Diamond. I like because it's it's like horror metal. Yeah, you know, and I like horror stuff. Um, and the and the Eye is a concept album about the um, the witch trials in France. Okay. So, uh, I got Travel On by the Decemberists. It's a ten inch EP. I've talked about it on the show, but I finally got it. Oh, okay. It. Uh, so I thought really we good. talked about it before. But yeah, okay. we've talked about it, but I didn't have it. I just got it. I actually just got it this past week. Um, thanks to you, I got Speak of the Devil by Ozzy Osbourne live. Yep. Um, that's fairly recent. And then I 
had ordered it. It hadn't shown up when we'd recorded our last the show. The Aussie box set. The Aussie box set. Um, Which have you have you gone through a lot of it? Uh, yet, most or? of it. There's a few I still have to go through. Um, and I haven't listened to any of the live albums yet. Yeah. The only live one I've listened to is Speak of the It Devil. looks like a really sweet set. It is. It's and really And by the awesome. way, they're they're reissuing that box set. They are. Yeah, it's, you're, the it's box a, set, or are they going to reissue them all individually? No, no, no. The box set. You can re because they now have the box set for pre order. On their website. Again. Okay. But it won't be the numbered hand signed, I'm assuming. Yes. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Then I don't know why they did that in the first place. Because if you're just going to add to it, it kind of devalues it. But whatever. I don't think they really care no, about they devaluing don't. it. No. Um, I got 10 by Pearl Jam. I just got the, the standard traditional, uh, you know, it's a it's remastered, but it's just the, the single disc. Yeah. I've got the, I've got the. Limited edition. Limited edition. They came out in like 2008 or so. Right, which is like the album, the standard album, and then a remixed version of the album. Yes, which I don't... I I was listening to the standard version. Right, and I I didn't want to... I wanted the album, but I didn't really need to spend the money for that. Yeah. Um, I also got Kill Em All by Metallica, finally. So now I have the the good era of Metallica. You know, the, you know... The first I, album I was never, I was never a fan of Kill 'Em All. No, but it's Ride complete. the Lightning. I like Ride the Lightning. It's I go a back lot and forth on that. Master of Puppets is a great album. Oh, of course. Uh, yeah. Injustice for All, Black mm-hmm. Album. Those are all I've got. All those, but yeah, yeah just Kill 'Em fr- All. I think is it's a it's kind of a snapshot. It's like th- this was by Jethro Tull. It's it's not what they were. That's after an that. interesting comparison. <laughs> well, I know, but it is. It's true. It's it's. It's a snapshot of what the band was, was at 1981, at yeah. you know. And what, what the scene was at that exactly. time. Exactly. So well, I, I get it. I just, I'm not, I don't know. It, it, I, I'll probably never buy it. But Yeah. Um, now, these two, the last two, uh, I put on the list because I couldn't remember. I may have mentioned them, but I can't remember when I got them. And it was uh, Pablo Honey by Radiohead and Dehumanizer by Black Sabbath. I don't you remember. You did talk about them. In, Both of those? December, okay. Yeah. So I got those. But that's it. I mean, that's. For me, that's a lot. I guess it is a lot. It's more than you've ever talked about on the show before. Yeah. So, but yeah, all good stuff. All I'm pretty excited. A couple of them I have not listened to yet. Yeah. Um, actually, a lot of them I have not listened to yet. That's, see, that's that's kind of the problem I I'd get into is I'd go to the record store and I'd buy like ten albums, um, ten albums, and then you're like listen to three. And yeah. Then, yeah. Then you go next week, you buy 10, you still listen to three, and you just, now you're at 14, you haven't yeah, listened to. Yeah. Those so, are the months where I buy like right. 60 fucking well, albums. I, 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 I wasn't going to, but I, I am I am in the market for a new car. So I'm going to have a car payment, and my insurance is going to be a little higher. Yeah. So I'm kind of buying stuff a little bit now, because I'm not gonna be because buying, because I'm, I'm already later. conservative as it is when it comes yeah. to this shit. Fucking conservatives. Well, at least as far as my money goes, <laughs> yeah. So I'm not going to be... Uh, I'll probably be buying like one album a month. I uh, at, at best from yeah. from that point on once I get a car. So that's what I've been trying to do. But I I didn't buy a whole lot. I got twenty one albums, but I'm not gonna go through all of them. But uh, I'll go through well, some. You of have them. more than I than more than me. No, I don't have twenty. Here. The Aussie set was sixteen by itself. You know? Well, that's true, but I counted it as one per one thing. But you're right; it, it's actually Six, sixteen albums. Yeah, yeah, sixteen albums. So um, I didn't. I, I don't know. I got. Um, I got Saturday Morning Cartoons, which is a, it's a very, it's like older punk bands and alternative bands doing Saturday Morning Cartoon theme songs, theme songs yeah. which is pretty cool. I haven't listened to it yet, but uh, I, I picked that up. I got the 25th anniversary of Throwing Copper. Okay. Yep. I got Breadcrumb, the Breadcrumbs EP by Alice, Alice Cooper. Cooper. Which is I, really good. It is. Yeah. The, uh, I did pick up a, an original pressing of 
uh, Vivid by Living Color. Oh yeah, yeah. Which was a pretty cool find. I I just kind of put like stumble across. They it. have it's been remastered and re released as a one eighty gram. Um, and I've I've seen it in the store and I've I've been it's like one of those things where I pick it up I'm like I'm gonna get it and then I end up putting it back. Yeah. Uh, but it's definitely one I want to get. I got uh, I I picked up. This is the life we, we uh, is this the life we really want by Roger Waters. This is album from two thousand seventeen. Okay. And uh, it's actually a really good album. Is it? For, for, it's by far his, his, best, his solo? best solo work. Okay. And uh, it's actually kind of funny. So when I bought the album, I got it home and I was like, all right, sweet, I want to listen to it. I opened it up and it's a double LP. And I opened it up and I was like, okay, side A, side B. And I opened up the other side and it was side A, side B. <laughs> I was like, shit. And I actually counted. So on side B, there's two tracks. So that's how I could, I could tell that they were both the same day it wasn't just mislabeled it wasn't yeah. just mislabeled because i've got um damn by kendrick lamar i've got that where it's mislabeled it's the right disc but it's just mislabeled as a and b right and uh so i was like shit so i was like all right well i'm just gonna i was gonna wait until i was gonna wait and go up to the record store like a couple days later but they were having a 20 percent off sale so i was like, all right well i'm gonna i'll go up there between i worked the whole weekend so i went up there like between work and uh, picked up another copy of it. They only had one in the rack. <clears throat> and I was kind of pinched on time, so I didn't have a whole lot of time to spend there. So I go through and I get, grab that and go up to the register and exchange it. And uh, and I was like, okay. So I was talking to the guy about how it was, you know, uh, uh, the di- Ron disc in there or whatever. And they're really cool to deal with. I go, yeah, I've had to return one it, before. Dearborn Music is like the best record store yeah. to deal with. And uh, they, they really take care of their customers. So I go out to the car and I was getting actually, had my car in reverse. And I was like, maybe I should actually look and make sure. <laughs> Just make sure, yeah. So I open it up, the same fucking thing. Right. I was like, son of a bitch. So I walked back inside with this record. And, uh, and at first they didn't. He was like, well, just go grab another one out of the shelf. So I walked over there. There was, was of, of course, there was another one there. So I looked up in their system, and they're like, oh, well, it looks like we have another copy. But they had, So they had to go in the back room and, like, look for it. Right. So, of course, they bring it out there, and thank God it was the right one. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you open it up in store? Yeah, yeah, he opened it up. Yeah. Actually, it was really weird. He, like, rubbed it across his blue jeans and opened up, split the side of it open, and he just opened up the – he said that was how his, uh, his mom taught him how to open up records huh. when he was a kid. Hey, it works. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. Because I can never do the nail thing because I don't ever have nails. Yeah, I don't. I, I usually, I'll take a, a knife and just gently, just get enough where I can peel it. Yeah. You know? Well, I normally run my knife up the slit of it. Or if it's a if it's a gatefold, yeah, I'll maybe, just run it through there. Right. But, um, so, yeah, very I, I checked it. I, yeah, I know. I always am. But uh, So, yeah, I checked it in the store. In the store it's, uh, yeah, if. You gotta check it out if you're any kind of Pink fan, Pink Floyd fan. It's definitely more reminiscent of some of their like later seventies. It's definitely more like Animals and Wall, okay. Than definitely more than anything else he's done in his solo career, right? Um, I did pick up a lot of Pink Floyd stuff, uh, <laughs> right? I think I have. You everything. got a lot for Christmas. Yeah, you got you got some Pink Floyd for Christmas, didn't you? Oh yeah, I did get their new their new box set, but that's a that's a CD. I wasn't really gonna talk about that, but right. No, what did uh, Mandy get you for Christmas? That's a CD box set. Oh, it was CDs. Okay. okay. Yeah, that's the later years box set, which is a really sweet set, and it's got a bunch yeah. of stuff in there. There, I did pick up uh, on vinyl. They did a the later years like collection. Yeah, it's like a best of from that box set, which is really sweet. I've listened to it probably 
at least a half dozen times all the way through since I got it. And that's what I did pick up that. I picked up uh, London 1966-1967. It's a UK pressing from 2016. Mm-hmm. It's the very first recordings that the band ever did. Okay. It's like two or three songs. There's not a whole lot on there. Um, I picked up Relics, which is a best of for by, by Pink Floyd, but it's got a couple of their singles that they released that's not on their album so that's why i got that one right um i got an original pressing of animals i got the uh, 2017 remastered a collection of great dance songs and i'm not a big fan of the album but it's got a couple of it's got um so um david gilmore re-recorded money which is on there so that's why i got that so i kind of got all i was trying to get everything that is available in pink floyd's right catalog collectible that's and that's why you're getting the cds too to be kind of completest for your set yeah which yeah so i've got uh i've gotten i picked up an original pressing i wish you were here and i got a 1982 pressing of the wall which is looks pristine it looks Uh like it's never been touched or played it was a great copy Uh, but i also did also pick up a Canadian original pressing of the wall also. Okay. Hmm. So I got that. So 19, was that 1979? 79, yeah. yeah. I, I got uh, Californication by Red Hot, Chili, Red that's, Hot that's Chili Peppers. That's a good catch, yeah. That's good. Close. Even used was still 30 bucks. Right. Well, yeah. yeah it was 30 but you bucks got 20% again. off. Yeah, I got 20% yeah. off. That's so not too bad. I picked up uh, Doggy Style by Snoop Dogg. Of yeah. Course, so. yeah. It, was a good, it was a good month. Yeah. Or a good two months. Right. Vinyl-wise. A lot of, well, a lot of Pink Floyd. <laughs> Uh, there's always a lot of Pink Floyd. I'm picking right. up. <laughs> no, I mean, not really anymore though, because I mean, there's. I want to get an original pressing of Metal. I want to get an original pressing of Dark Side. That might pro- be a little harder to get. You think? Uh, original pressing of Dark Side of the Moon? Fuck no, man. They're like dime a dozen. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're a dime a dozen. I've seen a couple of them at Dearborn. I, but that was before I wanted to get the. I wanted to right. buy them. So I, I mean, you can get them for you know twenty, thirty bucks off Discogs. It's not oh, that, that's not bad. Not, yeah, no, it's not that bad. Pink Floyd stuff's generally pretty easy to come by. They yeah. sold a lot of fucking copies of their albums. <laughs> right, that's true. Oh. Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think it's just really those two. It was the last like Pink Floyd I want to get. Yeah, because I'm not gonna. I wasn't. I'm not gonna go through and buy original pressings of all their albums it's just just those collect those yeah, few that yeah. you want i wanted to get the the big five the right. you know dark side of the moon wish you were here animals the wall and then metal right so we both did pre-order an album i have pre-ordered several albums but <laughs> well we pre-ordered the uh the 2019 uh remix of uh stormwatch by yep. Jethro Tull, uh, in white, white in vinyl. white in white vinyl i was supposed to bring over a version of uh, another album i have in white so you could see what it looks like but i forgot it oh yeah i'll, I'll show you my i've got a because uh, i was uh, i was trying to figure out what kind of white it was going to be if it was going to be a solid white which i, I think I, it is i hope it's not solid white because solid white's kind of plain and boring i've got uh i've got a couple of solid white albums mm-hmm. but then i've got i think it'd be kind of cool to do it like this i've got my i've got a copy of polar express uh-huh and it's on like snowy white vinyl, I think okay. is what they kind of what they called yeah. it. And it's like there's like some transparency to it. It's it's almost kind of like a swirl. I want to say I'll show you when we're done. Okay, yeah, when done recording. But, I, to uh, be fair though, I think it, I think it's solid white. Oh uh, yeah, it probably will be. So, but and that's the one Counting Crows album. It's the, I've only got one, and it's the um, Underwater Sunshine uh, Counting Crows album. That's solid white. Yeah. I I like it. I don't have a problem with it. Yeah. But that's you know. I guess I guess I don't know. I've got so many different colored. This is the first time Tull's ever done a colored vinyl ever. They haven't done any other color. Well, that you know of. 
No, I'm I'm certain there's not any other because because uh, this this one's only available through that through their the, website, yeah, well, or through the Burning Shed website, yeah. which is their primary. They sell yeah. all their stuff through that. Gotcha. Um, I bought in uh, 2014. They did a special edition. Um, Ian Anderson's Homo Eraticus came out, and they did a uh, like a not a vinyl, but it's four or two CDs and two DVDs or a CD and a DVD and a big book. Um, but it's a collectible special edition of that. And I yeah. bought that, um, back then off of burning shed. You can only get that off burning shed. Gotcha. Then, it, but then of course I saw it in Dearborn music like a month and a half later. Well, of course. So, <laughs> but, uh, I, I got uh, it cheaper thankfully through burning shed. I, yeah, I pre-ordered Eminem's new album. Did you? Yeah. So but that's going to be, I, I originally, I didn't want to cause I'm, I don't like buying albums that I'm not going to get for four or five months. I did that. Right. With, I did that when oh, I pre-ordered Logic's album. I think it was last year. Yeah, and that's what it was. It was like it took fucking forever. By the time you get it, you're like, "Well, fuck, I'm kind of over it." But I've listened yeah. to it. Uh, and Spotify, uh, Spotify or Apple or Music, Apple music yeah. so many damn times. Yeah, it kind of loses some of its edge. It does, but at least you have it. You know, it's, have, you, it's, have, have you seen his new video yet? No, I'm been hearing get, people talk about it. The, the anti-gun song. Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't heard. I haven't listened. Well, to he it. remakes the Las Vegas shooting. Oh really? He reenacts it. Yeah, it's yeah. it's interesting. It's interesting. Just, I posted it on. Facebook, yeah, but. and you, you you had said something to me about him. It's weird that he's the voice of reason and gun yeah. control. <laughs> and it's funny because someone else I know said the exact same thing that oh, really? same day. Yeah, oh, that's funny. or something similar to it. So yeah, he's yeah. the voice of reason. It's kind of strange, but yeah, uh, yeah but that's uh, that's kind of all I picked up. Yeah, yeah I mean, not I, picked, bad, I, I mean, I did pick up more than that. It but. was uh, it wasn't a mild month, but it wasn't a it was it was a good month. I think it was a good for month for me at yeah. least. And, you know. It'd be I really hope that they reissue those Ozzy albums individually. Yeah. I have a feeling they're not going to though. Right. Not if they're redoing the box set. Because yeah. honestly, they could probably they could probably make more money doing them individually. I would think. Maybe. Maybe I don't know. Because you're going to get people who are only going to want the 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 '80s stuff, or maybe Which someone who only me. wants through the '90s or whatever. They're not going to want Black Rain or Scream. Because so know, they're not see that's the thing or any of the live albums you know that kind of thing yeah they're probably not going to that's probably the only way they're going to sell a lot of those possibly possibly because they're almost forcing you to buy those if you want the the ones you really want that's true I mean is it the same price five hundred bucks yeah okay man yeah, I don't know yeah. I mean it's I won't buy it obviously no I mean no. I there's because there's probably what three albums in there that I really want so i'm not gonna pay five hundred dollars well let's see you've got albums. i gave you the so you have you should have everything up to no rest for the wicked so that means you need no more tears osmosis Which down I, to earth well i i definitely want no uh, more tears and osmosis right because those are mainly his 290s albums that yeah. was it because down to earth came out in 2001 and, and i'd probably rebuy those those earlier ones because i don't have the you know the, the other yeah you have this the original no i've got the original copies yeah. yeah um Black, I like Black Rain. I know people shit on it. I I think Black Rain is a great album. Yeah. Uh, Scream is not my favorite, but it's got a lot of good songs on it. Um, and I'm really looking forward to no to Ordinary Man because I think that's going to be a great yeah. album. Probably his last. Theoretically, yeah. Yeah. You know. Oh. He's got. Well, he just recently died. Well, I don't know. If he how wasn't recently. He was diagnosed with Parkinson's a couple years he ago. He came but, out and yeah. yeah. I mean, it's kind of obvious. I would have said he had Parkinson's disease twenty years ago. That's what Mandy said too. Because I was <laughs> talking to her about it, she I was mean, like, she, "She's like, what are you talking about? He's always, sh yeah, know, he's always been real shaky." Like that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, 
I was kind of always thought Ozzy would be one of those guys who live forever, kind of like Keith Richards. But apparently, Keith Richards is going to live forever alone. <laughs> or him and Mick Jagger. I don't know. You could live a long fucking time with Parkinson. That's true. That's true. But he's with his other issues, his back issues and stuff. Um, he's not. I wouldn't call Ozzy a uh, a workaholic, but necessarily. But he's also not one to just be able to sit and just contemplate life. Yeah. He just can't do it. And if he can't work, at least even if it's part of the time, yeah. he won't last long. He's one of those people. See. If he if he's got a, if he goes through this again, he will he won't make it. Yeah. So I don't know, we'll see. But uh Oh, I, I guess we could re- revisit our topic now. From, sure. Uh, whenever. I'm so forty three. Oh, I, 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 I couldn't even tell you when that was. That was last year or something. Well sometime. we kinda we kind of ex- uh, explored it twice. Did we? We we went over we went through this topic. And we were both very on the side of Rock is Dead. We revisited it by after going through a lot of bands and just exploring some of these new bands that were out. Okay. And I think we came to the conclusion that maybe Rock isn't dead. Episode 43 was from, from July 28th, 2018. Okay. But we, did, we had done one way before that, too. Because I think it was, one of our, uh, it was one of our Facebook Live episodes. Oh, okay. We did it. So that was the one where we were both just like, Rock's dead. Actually, the Rock and Roll is Dead episode, is Rock and Roll Dead? We did that on Facebook. Episode 43 was live on Facebook. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah. So, but anyway, we've, we've done it twice. I know we've done we've explored this topic at least twice. So, I don't know. If, I, I've started thinking about it because um, I'm not really sure if I can add anything to it. I, because, I, I mean, everything we went through, all the, artist-wise, in terms of on the last one, where we kind of were like, maybe it's not. Not there hasn't been anything extra that I've seen, and a lot of those artists haven't really released any albums in the last two years. No, I, and that's what I was kind of getting at was, and that's what I was th- kind of thinking of so is, is it's it, not it's not necessarily the new artists that are releasing really good rock music. I think it's the older ones that are. Well, I mean, like I said, the Who that new Who album is pretty good. It's a, kind of a straightforward rock album. Yeah, I mean, the new Blink-182 album from last year yeah. was fantastic. New Pearl Maybe, Jam this year? Yeah, actually, yeah. It's it comes been out. confirmed. I don't know. I don't remember when it said it was coming out, but it's been confirmed. Yes, yeah, I saw the, the title of it. I don't remember, um, I don't remember when the Alice is releasing a new album this year. Ozzy's releasing. Yeah. So I there's mean, definitely good rock music out there. I just, I, I feel bad for younger generations that don't have new artists for them to kind of cling to, like yeah, we did. Like we did. Yeah. Because I mean, we and our shit, parents yeah. before us. And... Right. I mean, we had we kind of had the best of both worlds. We had what came before, and we had the new stuff that was coming out, yeah. which was influenced by a lot of what was what came before. But yeah. you know, we yeah. had we had new stuff. We had new artists to follow. And yeah, you're right. They really don't. And it's almost, it's almost like there aren't genres in music anymore. It's just pop. Well, I think didn't didn't we do a we, recently? Didn't we do a, a show about how? Um, Two episodes ago. Two episodes ago. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, I'm about four episodes behind, so it's, my memory's a bit vague. Because that was one I just listened to. Okay. The uh, Talking about how the the record labels and the, and the industry yes. kind of manipulates listening habits to a, to a great degree. Even though we're in an age where with, with streaming services, there's almost literally the whole, say, 60 years of rock and roll available to us. Yeah. And then some. And the you know, but it, we're still, I think the, it's tough to get, if the kids aren't engaged like we would have been. Because I think they are. 
I think the, there but they're is, engaged with what's manipulated. You know what I mean? They're engaged with what they're kind of told to yes listen to. Yes and no, because I think there's a lot of stuff going on that is popular. Obviously not as popular as, you know, all the other pop bullshit that's out there. Right. But it's popular enough that it has a following, and it are it is younger, newer bands that are doing interesting music. Um, it's just a lot harder to find, but right. it is out there. I want, I, I do believe right, which that. is kind of what the the conclusion we came to. You almost have to just look a little harder yeah. to find the good stuff that's out there. When you see the when you see the Grammys and there's no rock categories on the Grammys, right. and that's and that's kind of what I was saying was, I, I feel bad for the younger generations is is because you're not i don't know you, you lose that connection mix. we had a mix when you if we could watch the grammys when we were younger and then you, you would see the rap artists the hip-hop the r&b then the rock um there was we they would all be there and performing and winning awards and yeah there was a nice variety you don't have that we don't now. have that anymore it's just pop i mean yeah. it's really that's it that's it um and let's face it pop today sucks it really does you think about, and I think we've, we've even brought this I up. I wouldn't say it sucks. But think about this. Look at how pop music was in the 80s and the 90s. Even if you didn't like pop music, a lot of those songs were, were catchy and good. And you can, I would say you pop You can kind of casually listen to it. Pop music in the 80s, same. I think, is a lot like pop music today. No, I no, 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 no. With like your Belinda Carlisles. And like, That's late 80s. And I'm talking about like bands that wouldn't necessarily debbie gibson i mean that was all kind of the same kind of bullshit i mean belinda carlisle maybe not but debbie gibson appealed to a very small subsect of of she was hugely popular that's that's for for like girls seven to ten okay it's it's not a very large demographic okay (laughs) she's still very filthy rich today off of it that's fine because Girl seven to ten bought her fucking <laughs> records and but that's what I'm saying. Liked I, her for I, three years. I feel like pop music has always kind of been the same, though. No, I think the, there was the, a, the names and the faces change, but the music. No, I think the stayed. quality of it, though. If you think about, <laughs> I'm talking about. Okay, think about this. Um, I you you mentioned Belinda Carlisle and all that, but that's but the Go Go's. Okay. That's pop. Yeah. But there, there's good songs there. Yeah. The Bangles, same thing. Taylor Swift is pop, and she's got good songs. Well, and, and I would disagree with that because I don't like her music, but I can't argue that. I don't like that the Go Go's. So, I mean. Well, okay. Well, I mean, that's fair. <laughs> um, but there's what I'm saying is, is you, you, you listen, you think about the songs that were on the radio, even the, the bubblegumish kind of stuff. Like, I mean, fucking Footloose, which is a good song, but that's fucking pop. It is. It's Kenny Loggins, for Christ's sake. <laughs> but that's a good, good song. That's a good, it's, good song, It's a good man. soundtrack. I got that on vinyl. Yeah. And, I mean, he did the soundtrack to Top Gun. Yeah. You know, these are- soundtrack. Huey Lewis and the News had some good songs, but they were fucking pop. Yeah. You know, it's it's that- Even Mellencamp to that, in the early 80s, he was pop. Yeah. He, you know, moved past that, but- any money. These are all artists that were technically pop fucking artists and I'd say, in the eighties. And, and I would say even today there is still good pop music. I don't hear it because whenever the radio's on, I I almost want to vomit when I hear the songs <laughs> that are on there. It's like, what the fuck is this? Because there's no hooks. There's no. It's like I don't know. It just doesn't work for me. Yeah. You know, I don't it's want just, just a, hooks. It's, but it's, you know, it's, a, it's just a different kind of pop. I guess. But it, you know, you think about it. I, how many songs that are pop nowadays? are still going to be listened to 30 years from now in the same way that we listen to the 80s pop. You know, I mean, I can say that about anything, though. 
I don't think there's really anything. I mean, I guess I can't say that. No, because if you go there beyond the stuff. pop, if you go beyond what's classified as pop or what could be pop, and you think about what came before, the I, 80s, I the 60s, there's... even the pop in the 60s I and the 70s. I think pop and stuff that, like, say, for <laughs> Lady Gaga, for instance. I think some of her stuff is, might is survive. It's going to be played for a very long but, time. Yeah, some of it. Maybe even to Taylor Swift. Some of that's going to still be around in 30 years, but... I just don't see it. And I mean, you can even argue that some of the. I'm sure a lot of people said the same to, thing about rock in the. It started to, to, in the 60s also. I'm, I'm looking at it from a long. You're just being argumentative. I'm not. <laughs> you are. If you look at it, how it breaks down. If you think about the pop songs of the 50s and the 60s, they're still they're still played on the radio and censored. I, th- I just think it's hard to project out like that. It, it might be, and I might be completely wrong. But I think I'm, you I'm, are. I'm looking. Well, I think you are. The. Uh, but if you look at the trend, when we were growing up, the oldies would have been the 50s and 60s stuff. Yeah. You know, let's say 90s. This is the 90s. So you look back and the 50s and 60s stuff was oldies. But there was, those songs were still popular. People knew those songs. Skip a rope. Whatever. What, that's a, that was a I know. country song. I, I'm not even talking about like like the Motown stuff. And the, you know, you know the bubblegum, the monkeys, that kind of stuff. The stuff that is kind of just shallow pop music, but it's yeah. good. Neil Diamond is a fucking pop artist. That's all he did was pop music and pretty much he wrote, know, he wrote a lot of the monkeys music. Yeah, and even his own per his own solo stuff. It's all just pop. It's it's shallow, but it's good. Yeah. Um, but you then you get to like the the pop of the seventies. It's a lot of it's still really good. It's still, a lot of it's still memorable, but it's less memorable. But that's why I kind of, that's what I'm 80s. saying though. I feel like a lot of music today, regardless of genre, is less memorable. Well, and that's kind of all I'm saying. I'm just saying that we're getting to a point where if each generation gets less and less memorable, you're getting to a point where none of it's going to be remembered. And, that, and I but, hear songs but, and I'm thinking, there's no way. Well, and, and take the radio, because I don't know how much of the radio you listen to. I don't listen oh, to a oh, lot. a lot. But you listen to these songs, they're, they're like two years old, and, and it's like, if, you, if they're even being still being played, it's like, oh, listen to this classic. <laughs> it's two years old. It's barely out of, the, out of diapers. <laughs> For a song, when you talk about a lot of the music we listen to, but you know, I, I wonder, I wonder if some of the disconnect from rock music in particular is the fact that it it's just so long in between album releases. Yeah, which I don't and, understand any. I don't. And, really I, I don't. I don't either because you know you, you've got to stay relevant. Yep. And you're not staying relevant by releasing an album, regardless of how good the album is. Every four Release, years, releasing years. an album and then touring for two years and singing yeah. the same songs, you're, yeah. you're yeah you're you're making money off of it, but you're not you're not building right. you're not building anything. You're not building a fan base. You're just singing to your fan base. Yeah. Well, and and the argument can be made if you think about this, because I mean, we did just uh, lose Neil Peart. Uh, from Rush, they are you being distracted by the soccer game? That's uh, I'm always distracted by by movement. I'm like well, that's a, a hell of a goal, by the way. That was um, the uh, if you I, I just recently watched a documentary on Rush. They released their first album, uh, which is just called Rush. Then they released uh, Caress of Steel. I'm sorry, Fly by Night, and then Caress of Steel. All three of those albums were not very good sellers. Yeah, they went into the studio to record Twenty One Twelve. Basically thinking this was going to be their last album yeah. because the record company was like, this is it. "We, you need to give us something that's going to sell." Yeah, and they went in and did an album that was the antithesis of what the record company wanted. Yes, 
so if they hadn't done that, if they had waited five years or four years in between any of those albums, they would have gone away. Yes. The record company well, would have said uh, no, they saying. would have just it's dropped like, them. And we wouldn't have Rush, you know. Um, but, Pink, Pink Floyd was the same and way. Exactly. Pink Floyd in the early days, the record they didn't, couldn't even get a record deal. No one thought they were going to go anywhere. Well... I mean, people did, but there was a lot of like, we'll they, say the mainstream they were, didn't see them going anywhere. They were the leaders of psychedelic music. Right. But see, no one saw that as a market scene. though. Really? Yeah. At least as I watched that, the one, I watched one documentary and that was kind of the consensus that everyone has. Like these guys aren't going anywhere. They're not doing anything that's going to, you know, yeah. change the world. After all, oh, after Sid left. Absolutely. Right. That was, that was the feeling. And, and you can kind of see that through. A couple of other albums, right? You know, the, the it took them seven or eight albums to kind of figure out what their sound was. And if they wait that's five like, years in between, that's like that's a lifetime. That's a lifetime, exactly. <laughs> Especially for a rock band, yeah. um, or whatever you want to classify them as. Uh, but but back then, artists put out an album. If they waited two years, that was a long stretch. Yeah. You know, even um, a lot of the artists that we like that we talk about. When they started, they started in the seventies. There was an album every fucking year, every year. Sometimes, sometimes so three, two. three albums in two years. Exactly. You know? Yeah. I mean, Alice Cooper put out two albums in a year. Um, actually, twice did two in the seventy one and two in seventy three. Yeah. Uh, Sabbath. They they put out two albums in a year. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of artists, and then some of those artists, even though it might be another year, like seventy four to seventy five, there's only a six month gap. Or a seven month gap yeah. in between releases, so, but they every year and they're touring nonstop. They're they're on the road ten months out of the year. They're re- releasing new albums every year. Yeah. They're basically recording on the road. Now I'm not saying that that's for everybody, but if they could do that with the technology that they had back then, there's no reason these artists can't put out an album every year. No, or at, at a minimum every, every two, two years. years exactly. So and I just don't but waiting, get it. Waiting three, four, five years to release an album. I mean, it's just oh, you're 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 almost doing a disservice to your music. I think. Well, and, and, yeah. and maybe that's me. You know, I'm always the type of I've always been the type of person that says, "All right, well, what's next?" Exactly. Regardless, I'm the same of, way. regardless of what I'm doing, if I'm if if I'm working at a job, my thought is always, "Okay, what's the next step? Right. What do I need to do? Where am I going to go?" Well, and, and and I feel like if I was a musician, I would. Think along the same lines. Okay, what are we going to do next? Let's start working towards the next step. Because right. music, if you're a musician, especially in rock music, you can't be stagnant. You need right. you're, there's always got to be a progression. You're you're all you're constantly adjusting and changing your music, changing your music style. So that, that's which kind was of, very very common in the seventies. No well, album it, was exactly the same for no, any artist, and, and that was I feel like that was much of the way uh, the same way through from the sixties. Through the late '90s or early 2000s, right. but you notice then, in the '80s is when the when the span between albums starts to get greater. It, and greater. Yeah, it did. Yeah. It did. And the uh, I don't know. There a lot of rock bands still released an album every year or two. A year or two, two yeah. yeah. But I think about this. I mean, I don't know about Lies, but Appetite for Destruction comes out in '87. They don't release Use Your Illusion until '91. Yeah. That's four years. Granted, it was a double album though. Yeah. So, you know, it's it's hard to say, but. Um, and there was also the end of their career. Well, yeah, but that had more to do with the the subsequent touring and they released a, the sp- a spaghetti incident after that. Did anyone listen to that? That's because a cover album. No one's. It wasn't a that. cover album. I thought it was. No. 
It's not a very good album. No. <laughs> it's not. But yeah, I don't know. You know, for what it's worth, you know, they they waited four years. But anyway, um, I forgot where I was going with that. I'm sorry, man. I, you distracted me. Well, you were talking about how the, it progressively got... The the gap got longer, longer and longer, longer, starting in the eighties. Yes. You know, at least with especially I with think the bands that's that, where you were going. Well, especially with the bands that had come from the seventies, because I think at that point they were all burned out. Yeah, you know, they spent a decade or better, literally cranking out cranking music. out music every year on top of you know touring ten months out of the year. By the eighties, they're like, okay, I need a break. Yeah, you know, but generally it's like one or two years. Yeah, you know, unless they're Which, health and issues, the, and that's fine. I mean, I don't have an issue with that. Yeah. But you know, if you're a band and you're waiting. I've seen six, seven years right. between well, albums. Uh, I mean, to be fair, The Who, this new album that The Who released, it's the first one in 2019. It's the first album, new album in 13 years. Yeah. You know. Which and, I, I, I kind of I understand that, but yeah. I mean. Well, and there's only only two members of the band, the original band left. Yeah. You know, John Entwistle, Entwistle is dead, and um, obviously Keith Moon is dead. Yeah. You know, so that, that has, plays a part of it, I'm sure, but... Um, yeah, I'm I'm with you. I don't think there should be a gap. I mean, if you're going to do a four year gap, release two albums. Release two albums in a year. Yeah, or or three in within four months, like Green Day did. <laughs> right. Well, actually, that was that the the last two were rushed out. Yeah. Not rushed out. I mean, they were done. They were completed properly, but they were supposed to be. There was supposed to be a larger gap in between the albums. First one came out and it hit the, the charts pretty good. I think it was even like number one for a couple weeks. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, well, let's get the other ones out. And they, they released them. Instead of waiting two to three months, they like one a month. Yeah. So. Because uh, Trey wasn't supposed to come out until 2013. Oh, really? I think so. Twenty Was that 2012? Yeah, 2012 was when they came out. But Trey was scheduled for release in like March of 2013. Yeah. And they kicked it out in December. But. Uh, so. Yeah, but it was funny. Like, I, and kind of the thing that kind of got me thinking about this a little bit was uh, Blink One Eighty Two released their newest album in September of last year, uh-huh. and then like right away, everyone was like shocked that they were talking about how they've got an. Uh, it's not gonna be an album. It's gonna be a, an EP, be a, a long EP that they're gonna release this year, and everyone's like, "Oh wow, you know, they're already releasing new music." That's, that's just how, normal. That's how it should and, be. And actually, I, I know where I was going with that. And I got when I got distracted. Because you had mentioned about how you just, you know, as an artist, they should be thinking about the next step moving forward. As a listener, I'm the same way. Yeah. I get a new album, and yeah, granted, I'm going to want to sit with it for a little while, but after about a month or so, I'm I'm in that album. Yeah. I'm, and I'm going to have this album for the rest of my life to, yeah. to really play with. But by then, I'm I'm invested in this album. I've got what I, you know, I've explored it. What's next? What's next? You know, I want the next album. I want, I'm ready for it. Usually, yeah. if an artist releases an album in April, by May, I want a new fucking album. <laughs> and I know well, they can't like, do that. that. Can't do that's that. asking too much, but that's how I am, you know. And it's not asking too much, because some things, like, and that's the thing with today, the, the music industry today, you can do that through, and there's artists that do do that. Right. Through, you know, spot, not Spotify, but through, like, Apple Music or well, they do, and they, they they do it by releasing one or two songs they, at a time, and that's exactly it. yeah. yeah and there's re- nothing wrong with they'll that. Release, I think... They'll release a, a three song EP, right? And then two or three months later, they'll release another, which single. is kind of harkening back to the old days when they would you know bands would release a forty five, yeah, you know a, a one a new song on one side, an old song on the other, or two new songs, whatever. Yeah, but they put out forty fives like crazy, you know. Yeah, new 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 single out. Yeah. So there's there's bands that still do that. Um, 
I don't know. I, I'm, I'm more of an album fan. Me I, too. I, I, I think having I, a collection. Yeah, and, know, and maybe. Songs. And, and I hate going back to them because I know it probably drives you fucking crazy. But I'll use Pink Floyd as an example. Is it, it, I'll just start using Jethro Tull more often. Well, because it's it, it's one of those bands that you almost do a disservice to their music to listen to it individual by individual track. Yeah, and I agree with that. And there's some Tull that's like that. Some, not all of it, but some. And, of that. and I think any kind of concept you can use any, any concept album, right? In, in in place of the in the argument I was trying to make, which was you just Pink Floyd had most of their albums are concept albums. No, they had three their concept albums. I thought all of them had started with concepts. All of them. Dark Side of the Moon was a concept, a loose concept. Uh, what I was reading was that all of their albums pretty they're much. Only, from they're that. only like the only ones that are classified as concept albums are Dark Side of the Moon, Wish You Were Here. Animals. Animals and the wall. the wall and the final cut. Those are the only. Well, that's pretty much the last of their five. I mean, the only one that's, that's... missing is what? Metal? And that was before uh, Dark Side, right? Well, yeah. Everything before Dark Side of the Moon, none of, none of them well, were. Well, that's what I'm talking about. Albums. Everything from Dark Side on is considered, for by most people, to be conceptual. Momentary Lapse of Reason wasn't a concept album. Yeah, maybe. Divi- not. Division Bell wasn't a concept album. Yeah, maybe not. But those are also not written by. Roger, Roger Waters, Waters. Correct. <laughs> so, Correct. but uh, which he just announced his tour. So, yeah, I saw something about uh, he's going to be in Nashville. He, his actually, I'm actually kind of excited about it. His third stop is going to be in Detroit. Is it? Yeah. So as an almost 80 year old, be, hey. it, it's it's good to go early in the early in the tour. Than later <laughs> yeah, the tour. absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> you know what? Hey, 80 is the new 60, right? I guess, well, well, I'll find out. Yeah. Well, we can hope. I mean, because shit, I'm. I want to feel like I'm 60 when I'm 80. Yeah. I'm uh well he's uh, right six, now I feel 70, like I'm 60 when I'm 40. I'll say he's 76 I want to say. Yeah. Well hey, well, Picard just premiered. He's he's 80 years old. He, hey, he's old enough to be president. Well, they, they're all old. Enough <laughs> to be no, that's what I'm saying they're all fucking old. Yeah. Um yeah, but, but they should put an age limit on that. I meant to actually say that in our last show. An a, age limit on I think I think there's you shouldn't be able to learn, run for president after a certain age. Okay, I can kind of see that. Yeah, I, Let's not discuss that right, right. now. <laughs> <laughs> like I said, I just put it dawned on me that I, th- I thought about it when we were You're talking. Like, hey, you know what would help that, Ian? If you had notes. Uh, just saying. There, there you go. Preaching. Just saying. Just Always saying. preaching. I'm just saying. Hey, but Ian had notes today. I had notes today. Yeah, oh, was it, is it notes or is it just yeah, like a It's notes. I could have just done what I normally do and went off the top of my head. Okay, well, I, it's true. You, you brought notes today. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. It's... Uh, I don't know if there's anything else we can really say about it. Not it's really. Just, I mean, I think, I mean, we're we're mostly in agreement. I mean, there's obviously going to be taste issues when it comes to what we consider good or bad. Um, and that's going to be, that's true of anybody. But I think overall, I mean, if it's, if you want to find it, it's out there. Even look at the stuff that Jack White's doing. I mean, there's, I, I haven't listened to, um, what's his, his newest name? album? Yeah. I forgot the name of it too, but it's. It's not my favorite of his. No, no, no. His the band, his band. That he oh, the Rankin Turs. Yes. Oh, that's yeah. That last so you, album was the best album of night of the last year. So right? that's what I'm saying. You know, you've got stuff like that. You've got other bands making really good music out there. It's just not being pushed by record companies. No, it's not. Like I said, if you, it's there if you want it. You've got to just find it. So at the end of the day, I would say no rock isn't dead, but it's. The it's, music industry is different. It is. It's very it, different. It's not what it used to be. And I mean, and and maybe it doesn't need to be. I don't know. Because I mean, like I said, with with 
streaming services, it's all available. But that's, but that's the funny thing is with like services like SoundCloud and and, and Spotify, Apple Music. These artists you, can you, put out music. You've got more access to music than we ever have, yeah. ever. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's scary. And yet, that's kind of the that's kind of the problem. We have access to so much, and yet it's so limited. I mean, how many people are really listening? I don't think to this it's stuff? limited. I think it's I mean saturated. limited in terms of, but nobody's li- everyone's kind of listening to just subsects of of what's available. But that's what I'm saying. I think everyone is listening to their own little slice of the music industry. Right. It's what's funny. There's just so much of it out there. Yeah, there's a a, a couple YouTube channels, and I, I for the life of me, I can't remember what they are off the top of my head. But they, I'm not big on reaction videos, but yeah. these guys. Um, there's like three of them that I really like, and what they're doing is they've they're black guys. They've never really been exposed to heavy metal or rock music. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, so they're familiar with some of it, but they really have never listened to it. So what they're they're a lot of their reaction videos are to these classic rock and heavy metal songs. Yeah, doing like Rush and Genesis and Led Zeppelin, and Ozzy Osbourne, all this you know kind of unique, not unique to us because it's stuff we all grew up with, but stuff that's unique to them. Yeah, and I've been watching a lot of these reaction videos, and it's amazing. They're like, how did I not know this stuff existed? They're yeah. like blown away by it. And it's just because they haven't been exposed to it. Not not for any reason that it's not available, but it's not stuff that's been played rate on the radio and in large numbers. It's yeah. not it's just not something that that people go to, you know, especially I would imagine that because because they're African American, there's there's probably Cultural. A cultural issue, yes. not 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 a a cultural issue that that prevents them. I say cultural cu- difference, cu- enough cultural difference to just not not it, it, care about that, it. That, not, kind of, that kind of music doesn't fall into their sphere. Exactly, exactly. Um, equally, I mean, there's probably a lot. I mean, white people are very quick to grab onto other people's cultural <laughs> well, identities because that's all we do. It's, yeah, pretty much. But um, a little bit of cultural appropriation, appropriation. But you know, even even so, there's a lot of. Um, I would say there's a lot of black music or, or even we'll say um, African music, music that's more not so much cultural, but more it is cultural, but it's out of our country, not not from within international international. Yeah, that we they they're not exposed to either, you know, that they're they're kind of like in the in, in us as well. You know, a lot of um, we'll say European music. Eastern Western European music that's that's cultural to to say potentially our our ancestral background. Yeah, we don't know it. We don't hear it. Do you say ancestral? What you ancestral say? background? Yes. What 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 other word would I have yet used? No, I said ancestral. Oh no, I said ancestral. <laughs> an a n. I said an. It's like uh, ancestral. Wait, wait, do we change topics? <laughs> if we change that topic, I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm oh, out of here. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, speaking of incest. It's not really? really, it's not, it's not really, it's not really incest. <laughs> what the so, fuck kind of a segue so, is that? Yeah, okay. Well, it's not really incest, but it made me think about So my daughter is, uh, my daughter has a very dark sense of humor. Okay. She gets from her father. Yeah. And uh, so we were in the car last week and she goes, uh, she goes, hey, dad, do you like dark jokes? It's like, Yeah. Not really knowing where that's going. <laughs> My daughter goes, uh, she goes, Oh, well, I got one for you. I was okay. She goes, uh, well, you know what the you know what the good thing is about pedophiles, don't you? Like, no. 
She goes, well, at least they drive slow through school zones. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I feel dirty laughing at that, but it's funny. It's like, oh, that's my daughter. (laughs) (laughs) My she has <laughs> that is your humor yeah. across the board right absolutely, there. absolutely absolutely I, yeah. I love a good dark joke yes you do you said something make me cringe <laughs> anyway uh, <laughs> I, when you said something about incest that's uh, well not i thought you said something about right. incest to make me just make dark jokes yes. yeah okay no I, I said ancestral and i okay. you know so anyway but i i really i really enjoy watching these videos because yeah. it's Especially like because they've done some tall ones, and it's what they're what's what they're hearing and what they're in, like latching onto and enjoying is the same stuff that I enjoy about it, and I get from it, and it's nice kind of it's it's interesting seeing other people respond to yeah, that. Yeah, you know, I bet. it's like wow, yeah, they get they it, get it, and they've done they've done a lot of Pink Floyd too. I haven't watched any of those yet, but I'm going to because I like I said I really enjoy watching these guys. They, yeah. You know, they're fun to watch. Speaking and, of that, you need to listen to some Pink Floyd for our Pink Floyd episode. I will, I will. We're that's a month away. Yeah, but uh, oh man, that's all I had though. It's uh, I thought it'd yeah. be an interesting topic to kind of re- revisit. Yeah, and we'll probably revisit because there, there was some really good rock music came out last year. Yeah, there was. Some, I some, forgot about the Regators. I mean, some stuff that I was really impressed by. Yeah, that and, that it, and it's probably some of the better. Some of the best rock music I have heard from the past, time. yeah, last Absolutely. couple of years for sure. Absolutely, yeah. That I can't, I can't stress enough how good that Rankinters album is. Help me, stranger. Help me, so, stranger. Yeah, fantastic record. That's all I got, man. All right, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, but any questions or comments, you can email us at uh, contact at lifeandjoypodcast dot com. Uh, we're on Twitter at lig pod. Check us out on Facebook, Podbean, Apple Podcast. Leave us a five star review. Six star, six star, six star. Ian's a Satanist, apparently. I um, am not. Satan, <laughs> Satan is make-believe. Uh, check out our YouTube channel. Uh, check us out on iHeartRadio. Follow us on Spotify and all that other jazz. And that's about it, man. Yeah, I'm good. Talk to y'all later. Oh, You're supposed to go first, though. That's my line. <laughs> it is. So, no, you say peace. I say, you say. I say, until next time. Until next time, and I say talk to y'all later. And then I say peace. There you go. We'll get it right eventually. It's only like our 110th episode. Peace. Bye. Play my role, let me tell you about it. This shit right here, man, I'm about about it. Only real niggas reside around me. Yo, lady, drop a card around me. Dip like I know you can, bitch. Show me the rust like we in the ring. Got you took over, you wanna hang. Shoulder to shoulder, them niggas basic. You know I won't lie. You know that I ain't for that fuck shit. You niggas alright, but I'm way better and she love it. Know that y'all sick as fuck. Here go this tissue, bro. We taking the dub, hoping you get you some. This here like a pick me up. She taking my drugs. Know they see the sign. That's some dollar signs. Know they sick as fuck. Know they sick as fuck. Tell them get well soon. Tell them get well soon. Know you sick as fuck. Get well soon. Oh shit, watch out, you the god, Billy. Oh shit, right now. Bring that shit in bottles. We must at the party. They hit when we style it.